0: we hold ourselves to these just ridiculous standards and like i said like the thing that is difficult is that i just don't believe everything think anymore like that's not actually based in reality if i'm not hearing from people you need to do better you need to do better you need to do better why do i take that on that i'm not doing enough like that's it's those two things aren't connected so i don't need to make them connected anymore that thought does not serve me So then I can show up and say, it doesn't work for me anymore. So I'm not using it from CEO school. It's wind down Wednesday, pour yourself a drink and join us for CEO happy
1: hour. As we share the messy behind the scenes, straight talk and real world advice to help you level up in leadership and in life. Cheers. This episode is sponsored by the club, a quarterly box and digital monthly community to help you level up in leadership and life. Learn more today at join.theceoschool.co slash the club. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Wind Down Wednesday. This is your host, Snara Madani of CEO School, and I'm so excited for today's episode for Wind Down Wednesday. It's actually going to be green tea Wednesday today because we're in the office at Fat Merchant HQ And I have the pleasure today, which I've never done before, is interview one of our managers, one of our team members here at Fat Merchant, because today's episode is going to be all about working mom life, whether you are a um, stay-at-home mom, whether you are a working mom, whether you uh, own a business or you're a working professional, whether you are just getting started in your career, whether you're trying to bounce back in your career, Whether you are a rising manager, this episode is going to be for you and this chat that I'm going to have with Katie Rosa, who is our head of customer success here at Fat Merchant. And she, Katie is a, I wanted to say a new mom. But Tucker is now almost three years old and I have seen Katie just completely rise through the ranks. I mean, Katie came in into the organization a couple years ago, so I'm going to let her introduce herself and share the story. But something that Katie won't tell you is that Katie, I found so much inspiration in Katie um, every day that I've come into the office of how she manages just true working mom life, especially in our culture, in our environment where things are truly just so busy. We're on a rocket ship to the moon here at Fat Merchant. And especially as not only a professional that works in an organization like this, but managing a team and leading a team just adds additional pressure. So without further ado, I want to introduce Katie Rosa to the show. Welcome, Katie.
0: Thank you. Thanks for having me, Sanira. I'm super excited to be here. Um, So yeah, I'll just share a little bit about myself and how I came to Fat Merchant. Um, So I had been in the financial industry, credit card processing industry for like 10 years um, when I came. And the moment that I met Sanira and Lindsay especially, I was like, I have to work here. I didn't care what we were doing. I didn't care, or I didn't care what I was doing. I just wanted to do anything. So I always say that I would have cleaned the toilets and vacuumed the floors, wiped down dust every day if I needed to. I don't care what I was doing. I just knew I had to be here. And then, um, so I got my job offer and then a week later on a Friday or about two weeks later on a Friday, found out I was pregnant. And then I started at Fat Merchant the following Monday. So everybody got to know me, um, pretty quickly because I'm pretty outspoken and outgoing and always want to talk and connect with people. Um, but yeah, I joined as an account manager and then, um, managed all of our enterprise accounts and now I manage our customer activation team. So I'm not sure what else to say.
1: (laughs) No, I mean, it is honestly what, you know, I appreciate the, that humble introduction. And I remember Katie's interview, we knew right away that we had to hire her. She was uh, very adamant about her polka dots, love of horses. I will never forget this interview and uh, cookies. (laughs) Like those are the three things that we talked about in the interview. And it actually had nothing to do with account management is what you were being hired for. Um, but just goes to show how much like connecting with uh, with like the human element, even in an interview counts. But what is important to know for this particular topic. So Katie came on to the organization and was pregnant. Uh, I didn't know it initially at the time but her journey almost even started with that. And then as the company was scaling so quickly, she just kept taking on more and more responsibility. And, um, I think at the time, maybe Katie, you joined, we were about about 50 people. I think probably was like the rough estimate. Now we're 140 people and Katie now leads an entire, not even, it was not even 50 people. And now Katie leads an entire team all while managing her first pregnancy, all while managing, um, being a new mom. And so how do you do it every day? So what I wanted to share on today's episode was like to really get tactical because let's just call it what it is. Like shit's really hard being a working mm-hmm. mom. And you know, I'll get started on I like my life a little bit. I it just feels like a hot mess all the time. So although on, you know, Instagram <laughs> things look like they're I have a lot of things under control, which I try to systemize, but every day is so different. Every day kids are so different. And, uh, my kids are literally sometimes running around like yesterday, like they're literally running around the office sometimes, uh, screaming their faces off. And so Katie, how do you like, how do you lead? Right. So like, how do you, what is, what is like your daily routine look like? How do you show up to work? How do you get Tucker? Um, like what's the morning routine? Tell me a little bit about that. Sure.
0: <laughs> so I will say that Something that helps me immensely is having a routine. We are a very routine family. I am a creature of routine and I find an incredible source of comfort within that. But on the flip side, you also have got to be easygoing and able to take a joke at all times. So it's like, yes, my routine is that I get up at, you know, 645, brush my teeth, throw my contacts in, grab my glasses, whatever. And then at around seven, I go in and get my son up and start our day to get dressed and whatnot. Sometimes he gets up at 6am. He just does. And so it's like, okay, I'm not going to get that extra 45 minutes to sleep in. But what can I do during that time? Instead, I can get a little bit of extra time with him and snuggle in the morning before we actually do have to get ready. Or I can give him some type of breakfast that takes him a long time to eat like Cheerios. And then I can like tidy up some dishes, pick up the kitchen, send a quick email, something like that. Um, So our routine in the morning is typically I get up around 6.45, like I said, seven, I go in and get him within literally 22 minutes. Like that is how fine tuned we are. Within 22 minutes, it is my responsibility to get Tucker out of bed, get him dressed for daycare and basically like get him a little snack. My husband wakes up around the same time. He takes a shower, he gets ready. He comes downstairs, he takes Tucker to daycare. So then, then I have 45 minutes in the house all by myself, which is the greatest gift. Um, We recently moved. And so I got a lot of time back in my day. And that was a nice gift to get is every morning I get ready by myself. And it's just the best. best. Yeah. So I get ready and then I come in, work all day, you know, look at my daycare app and check him and see what he's doing. Normally he's sleeping or outside. Um, and then I leave every day around the same time. I get home around the same time. We do dinner within a half an hour. We do bath a half an hour after that. My son still goes to bed at seven o'clock. Hallelujah. So like we put him down to bed every night around seven o'clock. And then I have about two or three hours in the evening that I can fill however I want. Um, so how I use that time is also how I think I stay so balanced because, every night I'm not trying to squeeze in as much as I can do. Um, Especially this last year, I've really taken to heart that my productivity is not directly correlated to my self-worth. So just because I'm busy, it doesn't mean that I'm really pouring into my cup or pouring into anyone else's. Like, however, I'm going to use the short amount of time I have each day, I'm either going to be filling myself or filling someone else. Um, so, you know, some nights the way that I fill others is that, you know, I do clean, I do laundry. Like I look at it like that, like I'm helping to make my family more successful and feel better from doing X, Y, and Z. And then I don't look at it so much as like, a I have to go home and do the laundry. It's like, no, that's nice thing that I'm going to be able to do. Like my baby's going to have clean clothes. Um, but I then love on the that. side, sometimes I'm like, no, I just want to go out front and read my JVN book on my front porch and drink a seltzer and chill out for three hours. And sometimes I do that. And that's great. What's a JVN book? I know I'm going (gasps) to. Jonathan Van Ness. He's the most wonderful person that's ever lived. We'll have to talk after. He's my favorite. He's just like. I need to read more fiction. Like, you know how you have said to me that you're like, you're just so bubbly. And like, I want you to follow me around all day. That's how I feel about JVN. Like, I just want him to follow me around and like clap me up all day long.
1: (laughs) All right. I got to I gotta check this out. So I love it. Yeah. I love how you talked about filling filling, filling the different buckets. You've heard me talk about filling different buckets. And yeah. what I will say is I'm actually, this is, we actually didn't have a conversation about this routine, by the way. So I want people to know that I didn't like Katie's. I've just seen her just be a superstar mom and a superstar boss. Like this is one of the women that I look up to in the office. I see her come in. I see her execute. I see her team execute. She always has a smile on her face. She is literally like I, she just said it. I tell her, follow me around and just cheer me up all day because that is what she does for everyone. She's contagious. And I've seen her like this since she was pregnant. And so I couldn't, like, I truly, like, I didn't know what her routine was like. And so when I was talking about, I had posted a poll up in my stories talking about mom guilt and it was one of the largest responses. I literally think I got, I don't know, almost a thousand literally, um, responses to that sticker post about mom guilt and who's feeling it and what they're feeling. And it was really, truly heartbreaking. It wasn't actually, the Katie that I see every day. And I'm like, what is taking place? And like, why are so many women feeling just so overwhelmed by this? Because one, it, it is overwhelming. Like I feel overwhelmed so many, so many times. So I wanted to bring Katie onto the show to really understand true working mom life. I mean, at the same time, like I can talk about it all day. And I know sometimes like from the audience, are like, well, you're the boss scenarios. So you can do whatever you want. You can show up whenever you want. You can do the things Um, and I wanted to bring in an actual leader that I've seen just really manage it and understand how, what goes on in Katie's day. I did not know that you actually get so much time for yourself.
0: That is probably
1: why you're so happy all the time.
0: (laughs) Well, I also though, I really make myself a priority too. like another one of my friends, somebody that you actually know I'll share with you after she said to me, you are the queen of self-care. And I'm like, "Yeah, I'm really not, but like I just find, I mean, I don't know. Like I've always been into self-improvement and learning how to be a better person and learning how to help other people be their better selves. Like I get my energy from other people, whether that is my family, my friends, my colleagues. So for me, it's like, well, I'm just as important as they are. And like, if I want to make you feel good when I talk to you, which is like, I want everybody to feel like their day was a little bit better after I saw them. Like, that's always just like how I walk through my life. Like the cashier at Walmart, I want her to feel happy that I came through her lane. Um, cause that makes me feel good. It's all about me at the end. Um, <laughs> but it's like, um, I forget the point I was trying to make there. Um, Oh, but just saying like, I really value myself as well. And I'm learning how to value myself more and more. And it's been nice that when I get down to like, what is my true self care truly, It's not going and getting a manicure like that doesn't do it for me. It's actually not going and getting like massage therapy done. It's always painful. (laughs) So it's like, it's not about that for me. For me, self-care is baking. Like I love the meditation that I get from baking. So last Friday night at 10 PM, I made homemade vanilla bean cupcakes with homemade buttercream. And it was just like the nicest thing to do on a Friday night for me. Um, true self-care is riding horses. I've started taking lessons again. I'm like, I can give myself two hours every week at some point to go and do this, but I've also figured out, and this is something you've helped me tremendously with is where can I shave off time? I don't need to go grocery shopping. I can do Instacart pickup. That's something that I got from you that it's like, why am I going to the grocery store? I don't need to. So I don't, (laughs) um, I've also started if I get food from somewhere, I pretty much always order ahead and do curbside delivery because there's somebody, there's somewhere else that I need to go. Even if that is just, I want to pick up my sandwich and I want to come back and I want to sit at the table and read my book while I have my lunch. It is a priority for me to get my food quickly and come back so that I can do that. Or if it's work, like I need to come back because I have a meeting at one o'clock. Okay. Well, like I'm going to make the time so that I can go there, get back, fulfill my priorities and fulfill my obligations. Because when I show up my best self, I do my best work also in the shortest amount of time. So I love I'm just that. as effective as I can be.
1: I love that you talk about being your best self. I had this all wrong, by the way. So you're taking advice from somebody that literally I had it all wrong. I felt like the weight of the world was on me when I had my babies. And I actually went through postpartum depression, not knowing I went through postpartum depression, especially when, when Anna came. Like number two for me was very different yeah. than number one. I think number one, the team was a lot smaller. I, I had the support and I, I had the support with Anna too, but with the sharing the time, was really difficult for me between sharing because Mila was also just a toddler at that time. And then fat merchant scale. I my travel schedule was crazy and I almost felt, and this was self done. So this was not a team thing. Like we have great maternity leave here. Like It was self inflicted guilt that I did to myself to say, Oh, because everything does fall on me. Like I, if I'm not going to be the one to do it, it's not going to work. Or I have to give this up or I, I wasn't taking care of myself at all. And Mm -hmm. what it was doing was actually having the worst output in performance for the team's worst output for everything. And I had it all wrong. And now I truly finally feel after, um, a lot of like trials and errors in motherhood, I, I really feel happy in my work life and my mom life. And it took a really long time for me to get here. And truly the shift that took place was really just putting myself first. You guys have all heard me talk about my three bucket principle, and I always used to put family in my first bucket. I'm part of the family now. I say, like I am part of the family, like I belong in that family. Right. So I need <laughs> to take care of you in that bucket. And you're right. I love what you said, Katie. About self care is not just it's not pedicures and massages. And if it's pedicures and massages, that's awesome too. Self care is great really right. about taking the time to say this is how I'm going to be my best self, um, and It has to become a priority. And I know for so many moms maybe listening, um, that can say, well, it 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 is a privilege to have self-care, but it's also on you to make that time. And whatever that looks like, it doesn't Mm -hmm. have to be like you know, it it is important for all of us to prioritize. And I I don't care what walk of life you're in, I don't care where you are in your career, taking the time to make time for yourself, you can do it and it can be done, even if you don't have the village around you. I know it's, it's extremely difficult. I always want to give a shout out to all the single moms that are listening. There is a level of intensity that moms with partners do not face. Like there is definitely an Mm -hmm. extra level of intensity that, that single moms that really don't go through. So I want to make sure that you feel our love today, that what you're doing mama is enough. Like that is also part of knowing the self-care, like just doing enough And it's okay that it's not, everything isn't perfect. We just need to do what works best for us and stop putting this bullshit guilt around, this could be like this, the should, the shoulds. We should stop shitting all over ourselves. We should stop (laughs) shitting all over ourselves. Uh,
0: That's great. Yeah, but that's 110% true. Like any thought that any woman has, I could, I should, I ought to be, just throw it out. Like all that is, is riddled with guilt and shame and you don't need it. One thing I was going to say like about prioritizing, like I constantly hear so often from my friends and I remember reading some of the comments with you that we heard over and over again of, well, my husband goes to the gym every day and it's so annoying and da da It's like, wait a minute. So you're mad at him because he did a better job of prioritizing his needs than what you've done. Okay. So prioritize your needs then. It's clear he understands the importance of it. So step up for yourself and say, hi, I want to take a writing lesson one day a week after work. Cool. You know, it's like, I feel like, you know, I mean, there's a great quote that I wish I could give credit to whoever it was that said it, but you know, like knowledge is power. And if you understand that women are expected to have jobs, like they don't have kids and mother children, like they don't have jobs. Well then, you know, okay. If that's the construct that I'm under, under that, I am not set up to succeed. So define your own success. What makes you a successful mother? What makes you a successful spouse, partner, colleague? And then live up to that. Like I only live up to my own expectations and yours. (laughs) No,
1: No, and you, I love that you said that we are set up for failure. And that is the unfortunate truth. Literally, even right now in COVID, like we are literally set up for failure right now as working moms. Like, especially with moms taking the responsibility of stay-at-home schooling for children has 100%. There are factual statistics of how, We are literally progressing two decades backwards in our careers as like a species, like as a female species. We're literally two decades back now because of the pandemics like putting putting us back. Um, And there's literally facts in that. Um, and it is, and it's just overall society has framed this notion for how it should be right. Like we expect moms to mom, 100% and then be at their work at like work at a 100% and workplaces don't allow for that true work-life integration so that we can have, you know, have a balance, have the success that we need in both places. We are not set up for success and that's a hundred percent fact, but that doesn't mean that the women listening to the show today, that doesn't mean that we can't do something about it. That doesn't mean Mm -hmm. that we can't raise our voices. That doesn't mean that we can't change our schedules. That doesn't mean that we can't ask for our needs. Something that you and I talked about, Katie, I'd love to talk about this is whenever we are with our kids, I think as a working mom, um, time is so limited, right? Like you barely get that morning time with, with, with Tucker. That's like your morning routine with him. You have your bedtime routine with him. Those are your times But then we always talk about how we make weekends, like the most important time with our kids. Like we talk about when we're with our children, the quality time that we give our kids, it's actually, I think greater than me just being at home and being on the phone and not paying attention to my children. Cause when I do spend time and I have that opportunity, it's very intentional for me, the time that I spend, I I don't know. I'd Mm -hmm. love to get your take on that.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, I mean, on the weekends, I'm just like, that's my whole world. That's everything that I'm doing right now is hanging out with him. Um, And, you know, just like to your point about community and having support through your community, we do a lot of things with our really close friends. Like luckily I now live in the same neighborhood as them. So like, we're always together. And like, I just see the joy that's on Tucker's face. Like it is pure unadulterated joy. And the love that he has for me is also just so pure And it's like, I just try to soak that in on the weekend, you know, it's like when he comes up and just gives me a big hug, like, that's just the best. And it's like, you're so well cared for during the week. And like, I have been such a source of stability for him his whole life. And it's like, just the weekend time really is so special. And it's so fun. And we don't try and do too much either. Like, that's been something that's been nice from the pandemic is that before it was like, we were always on the go and now it's like, we stayed home all weekend and it was amazing. Like it was just the best time together. But yeah, I completely agree. I definitely try and be more intentional on the weekend. If you text me, I might text back in like six or seven hours. (laughs) Like I'm just not on my phone the same way doing the same things. Like I'm really just zoning in on him and seeing like, oh, what did he happen to learn this week? Because even if the first time he said something at daycare, the first time I hear it is still the first time. And it's I still super that. exciting for me.
1: I love that. I love that. Because that was always like one of my biggest fears is that I like, remember. I'm i going to miss it. I'm going to miss it. And I miss so much. I used to, I literally would cry to Katie. Like Katie is literally I was just thinking that. <laughs> and like, we don't have like, our team is so special here. Our culture here is so amazing at Fat Merchant. Now stacks, by the way, it's so special because although it's like, we have like an employee boss relationship, we don't, we have a friend's relationship. And I remember so many times that I would just cry. Like I would like literally come home, come straight to the office from like a, especially travel. Like that was something that was really difficult for me um, because I actually couldn't go home. Like I would literally go to, we had offices in Atlanta and Dallas and I managed the Atlanta office. And so I was literally in Atlanta every single week, every single week two days out of the week, I was in the Atlanta office and that was needed for the company. Like we did, our investors were out of Atlanta. Like all that time spent was so valuable, but then like, I would come straight back like the flight and, uh, like it was already like middle of the day or like something. And when I had to come back to the office, like I would literally be in tears. And the only person that I could like, it would be like, Katie would be like, did you just get back? And she'd like, come give me a hug. And I knew when she would hug me, she was just like one of those people that you just get, she just gets people. And like Mm -hmm. I would just cry because I felt like I could, I could, and it was hard. It was so difficult for me. And it's just such like an interesting. I love that we're doing this Wind Down Wednesday because it's like the opposite role. Like it's literally the opposite role. Like you've always been so stable, and now I get it. You just had balance in what it was, and I didn't. And all the working moms out there listening, it's not easy. We feel you. We see you. And I think what I wanted to show on this episode is that you could be the boss and still feel like shit and you could be the leader, or you could just have a straight nine to five and still feel the same way. Mm -hmm. We all go through this and in our own way. And it's just finding what works for you. And that is what's like, that is probably the biggest takeaway for me here is that we're not all the same moms the things that are important to Katie might not be like and pick your battles, like pick the things that are truly important. And if if breakfast is important, like that for me, like I want to drop my kids to school. Like I drop my kids to school. I have breakfast with them every morning. I because I have all these events and stuff at night. So for me, like that's our staple every day that we all wake up, we all are in the kitchen, we're all getting ready. Like I want that. And mm-hmm. then I drop them to school and I get to the office. Like that's my non-negotiable. And so I actually show up to my desk like every day, like at nine fifteen. I'm actually not here at eight thirty, and that that's my non-negotiable. But I'll be here as late as I need to be. So pick the things, because I don't want the message to be like it's just it's just on the weekends. But pick the things, right yeah. for the things that are important. Is what I'm trying to say.
0: Yeah, I mean when I so back to when I came back from maternity leave, and you might not even know this, like I was sitting down with my boss then at the time, and he's like talking to me about you know, next steps, next role, next responsibilities, da da career progression, a great conversation. And I just had to be like, hard stop. I am down for whatever you want me to do. Like, you know, I love this company. I need to leave here at five. I'm like, my son goes to bed at 6.30 right now. I'm like, he goes to bed at 6.30 and I need to get at least a half an hour with him at night. Like bare minimum, you know, half an hour. And it was like, Okay. But the reason that I feel like I got that okay was because I put the hard work in before. Like I had shown my character. I had shown because, you know, I'm always forward thinking. Like I knew when I was pregnant that when I came back, there would be this juggling act. Okay. So let me go ahead and prove my work ethic now and how committed I am. And then that conversation really wasn't a problem. And that's still something that I hold on to now. Like I leave at five almost every day. Because my evening time is my time with my son, but if you want me to get online at seven thirty from home, I'm your girl all day, and I might be online at nine o'clock at night, emailing and sending things out because that's something else that I do a lot. Like, I don't work traditionally, like right in front of my computer. Like, I work on emails on my phone. I do things on the cuff a lot, like respond to different things on Slack, just really whenever I can. And that works better for me, but that's because my main priority is my time with Tucker. So what do I need to do to get to that? You know, I need to be more available on non-traditional hours. That's fine. I can do that. So I love it.
1: I have I have a couple of like quick comments here because I don't think you give yourself enough credit. So one, I will say you asked that's the first thing. And I think sometimes, um, we feel like we have to prove ourselves, which was also going through your head. So you were like, Oh, I've proven myself. So I'm deserving of the ask, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You've always been deserving of the ask. Like, that is the thing that I want to change about how we show up to work every day is that you have already proven yourself by getting the job. You've already proven yourself by how you show up every day. You don't need to prove yourself. You can make the ask. It is okay to make the ask, even if you are a mm-hmm. new employee, even if you just got started, even if you don't have it, even if you're on the path for promotion, you should not feel. And that's something that I want to sh- make sure that our culture, like the, the like progresses towards, because I don't want anyone to feel that they have to prove themselves to make an ask for what's important in their life. You've always been deserving of that ask, but I love that you've made the ask. Cause that is like the number one, most important thing is to set those boundaries and say, Hey, the, these are the things that are important. Uh, to me. And it's not like you literally ask for that. I just want to go home on time. You're literally asking for like a right that you have. Like you're not even asking for something. (laughs) (laughs) You're like, so, and then, and then here's what I, what I, what I will also add to that of like, okay, so one, you've always been deserving of it. And all of you listening here, you are all deserving of that life. Like you are 100%. And this is like that shift that I've even shifted towards of like, you guys hear me say like, we truly can have it all. And I want to be that example. And I want Katie to be that example. And Katie is that example. Katie writes horses. Katie has like the most amount of self-care. Katie does really cool tea parties and re- wears like really fun hats. Katie's <laughs> a really great mom. She- Katie's a really, really great mom. And Katie is like the most kick-ass boss ever who heads up That's all true. of our, like our-, <laughs> she's our, she went from being an account manager to managing our accounts. There's 12,000 accounts under Katie. Like that is, Insane! So like exciting. there's, it's bad there's, there is. It's so badass. There's literally thirty million dollars of recurring revenue under Katie's portfolio. Okay, no big deal. No big. Deal. No big deal. No big deal. No big, deal. No big <laughs> okay. deal. And Katie does it with a smile on her face. And so I want to say that you've always been deserving of it. You've always had that. Asking is is so important, and setting those boundaries is important. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. Um, and I'm so proud of you, Katie. I really appreciate this conversation that we're having. I feel like I can like literally continue on to so many, so many things. We could literally talk forever. It is a wind down Wednesday episode. I know you guys are itching for more conversations on this, but to all our working moms, just take it one day at a time. It's hard. It's not easy. Let's talk about that really quick before I close out, because I didn't get to hear the hard stuff. You've given me all the good stuff. What was something that was like really difficult uh, for you like, or ha- or is difficult for you right now? Anything uh, or, like I got it all under control. Oh,
0: pfft. uh, <laughs> I would say what is, what has been difficult for me, but I've had like a big metamorphosis with this recently. What has been difficult for me is not believing everything I tell myself all the mm. time. Um, what do you mean by that? So, okay. So winning the Benji was a big moment for me personally, professionally, all of that, like huge moment. But more than that, like it was the moment where I was like, holy shit, a lot of what I tell myself is not based in reality. Because if you had asked me that day, hey, rank your performance for the last year, I would have been like, oh my God, probably a five out of a 10. Like I have definitely had better years. And then I win an award that my colleagues all nominated me for that, you know, it just, it just showed me, like, there are few She won the award, people- by the
1: way. So the Benji, like, so we have a Benji, we have, like, an award ceremony at the end of every year. And there is, like, one ultimate, kind of, like, the MVP of the company. And it's not only, um, it's voted up by all the people in the company. So it's not just nominated by leadership. And then leadership team then, of course, puts the votes together and then, like, decides the recipient, and Katie was like, literally, it's like getting the MVP of the company. You got, she got the MVP of the company last year. And it's crazy to me that you think that you would rank yourself a five in, in, I don't think your, that anymore. why is that?
0: But it's like, we hold ourselves to these just ridiculous standards. And like I said, like the thing that is difficult is that I just don't believe everything you think anymore. Like that's not actually based in reality. If I'm not hearing From people, you need to do better, you need to do better, you need to do better. Why do I take that on that I'm not doing enough? Like that's it's those two things aren't connected. So I don't need to make them connected anymore. And so now it's like, I have these thoughts that I think about, you know, random different things. And I just say to myself, like, that doesn't serve you like that thought does not serve you. It doesn't serve you to say, oh my God, I'm so nervous about recording this podcast with Sanira. No, I'm not. No, I'm not. Like, I love Sanira. I have fun talking to Sanira. I don't need to be nervous about it. That thought does not serve me. So then I can show up and say, it doesn't work for me anymore, so I'm not using it. But the same thing, professionally, being a mom, all of that, like, what good does it serve to sit there and think about, I'm such a crappy mom? doesn't do you any good. It's like, if you want to think about something that'll make you feel like crap, that's a great idea. You could think about that. Or you could think about something that makes you feel nice and warm and fuzzy inside. Or you can go and talk to someone that makes you feel like that and say like, you know, you have your trusted inner circle and you could say like, hey, these are the things like, this is what I'm going through. You know, Tucker did X, Y, and Z. He's hitting me. He's biting me. Like, it makes me feel like I'm a really crappy mom. And then if your inner circle of trusted friends isn't like, well, you are which if any of your friends say that, throw them yeah, out. Any they don't spark joy, get them out, put me in. Um, <laughs> but it's like your trusted circle of friends and family will tell you, they will show you if you're being a good friend, if you're being a good mom, my friends and family continue to show up for me, which means I'm showing up for them. Like I am as good in this day as I will ever be. So I might as well give myself some grace and, you know, just like what I iterated before, like When you recognize that the system is not set up for you to succeed, you no longer care about what the system thinks about you. I no longer care about that. Like I show up here. I'm loved and respected here. I show up at home. I'm loved and respected at home. I show up for myself. I'm loved and respected there. I'm good.
1: I love it. This is so perfect. Oh my God. (laughs) That is what we all need. And if it's not there, you're right. Change it. change it. And that's what we all have the power to do. Why are you showing up for a job that isn't giving you what you need? I promise you, there is another one. And we are always hiring up that merchant. Um, there is, there, there is always another one out there. There's always another one out there and it will be okay. Sometimes it's hard to make those changes. When you talked about the five o'clock leaving and you only got half an hour with your kid, it's because you live really far away. And that was a challenge I had too. I was 45 minutes of a commute out with traffic getting home. And I had to tell my family, we just built, Facebook and I just built like our dream home, you know, in the suburbs in Orlando. And yeah, I had bigger square footage and it was like on a, on water, but it wasn't working for me because I didn't get time with my family, which was so important. I was spending an hour and a half every day in the car, crying because I was trying to get home to my baby. and we decided that we were going to move closer to work. Now I live six minutes from the office. (laughs) It has been the most happiest like experience Mm -hmm. of my life. And Katie, you did the same. You decided to move closer to make your life work for you. Ladies, if it's not working, fix it. Like that's all it is, fix it. And if it's, and if you don't have, I promise find the solution and it feels like sometimes, sometimes like you might feel like you're stuck you're not stuck. I really want you to challenge yourself today and ask yourself, like, am I really stuck or am I setting the standard or telling myself a story? Um, and really prioritizing if that is what is important. And I want to be like Katie, like we should all want to be like Katie whose job works for her, whose family works for her and she works for herself. And that's why this woman is so effing happy in the halls every day. And I want her to, she, she also sings Beyonce lyrics all day long. Um, um, and so, uh, we all need to be like, Kate,
0: be all you can, and you can follow her on. I don't even know if your account open. Sure is. I'm posting all sorts of fun stuff on there now. People can okay, follow cool. me. Follow she little lady it.
1: Katie. And she has like, she also bakes cookies. Uh well, obviously, we know it's her passion. So order some amazing, it's like literally the best chocolate chip cookies <laughs> you've ever had from Katie. So ever. do me a favor and order some cookies from little lady Katie, um, because your hearts will be full in supporting this Amazing mama. Thank you so much, Katie, for having this cup of tea with me today. You are so inspiring. And I know that, you know, and this has been something different for us. We always bring on some like really big, like, you know, guests that have businesses. And I'm like, I really just want a normal angle at mom life. And you just manage it so well. And you don't wake up at five in the morning. And you know what I love about it? You don't wake up like, it's not like the crazy mom that's like on Instagram that wakes up at 5 a.m. and works out in and journals and, and gets her breath work and meditation. And then the lunches are packed. Like, like yeah. that has everything. That's not this. That's not real life. Katie's real life. Thank you, yeah. Katie, for being on the show today.
0: Thank you, Sunny. Thank you for having me. This was so this much fun. I love so it. So
1: much fun. We'll see you guys next week on Wind Down Wednesday. Thank you so much for listening. We hope you enjoyed the show. We want to invite you to follow CEO School on Instagram for show notes, inspiration, and exclusive behind the scenes you won't find anywhere else. We also have an absolutely incredible free resource for you. It's the seven lessons we learned building seven and eight figure businesses. These are complete game changers and we want to give it to you completely free. All you have to do is leave a review of the podcast, why you love listening, screenshot the review, and email it to hello at ceoschoolpodcast.com, and we'll send it your way. See you in the next class.